<laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Spider Duck Network podcast. I'm Trevor Oz, but I'm not really Trevor Oz because Trevor Oz is stuck in traffic somewhere and will not be joining us tonight. In- instead, you actually have my beautiful voice. Uh, I am Jovan Street Lawrence. Uh, wait, that's not me. What does he sound like? Me. Um, ah, I heard him. Uh, well, the first one. I heard. It, it, it sounds me. Uh, so my name's not Jovan Street Lawrence. Uh, my name is Gregory Gregg Livingstein. Ah, then my name must be Eric Lee Lewis. Ah, okay. So you're Eric Lee Lewis. I thought I fucked it all up. Uh, so I guess maybe my name's Travis. It puts the lotion on its skin, Belky. Maybe. Oh, but that must be you, since I said it and you answered. Uh, so I guess by default I am Greg Livingstein. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the Spider Duck podcast, not the Indie Luchador podcast, because I don't know what the hell happened to that thing. Things happen to it. Things, things happen. It, like Toy Story, strange things are happening. <laughs> mm. You mean Clockwork Night? Ah, it's the, yeah, the the new Sonic DLC, right? <laughs> is that what it was? <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the Sonics, the, the Sonics, and the his blue overalls with his red hat. I don't know. What? Yeah, the, when he when he gets hit, he spins into a circle. and He goes. Woo, 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 woo. Yes. Yeah. After he eats pellets. It's true. He gets chased by ghosts, and then he throws barrels down these steep things at people. And then he turns into a green guy named Zelda. <laughs> Nintendo, everybody. Nintendo. Sonic is a big part of Nintendo. The Nintendo yeah. games. You also threw in a Namco franchise, I just like to mention. No, it's Nintendo. I'm pretty sure you're wrong. <laughs> everything's everything's Nintendo. I'm going to go play my Nintendo now and turn on my Nintendo console. It's called a PC. You know what I play on Nintendo? Friggin' DuckTales Remastered. Ooh, I'm guessing you want to talk about that? Uh, sure. Okay, go ahead. I'm uh, interested. WayForward, actually, uh, it's more than a remake. It's actually kind of an overhaul. um, Where they take the original NES stages, like, use that for a basis, and then put their own, like, I guess you could call them missions over top of them. Where, like, uh, in the first level, in the NES version, you could just walk straight through, go to the boss, you're done. Um, and in the way forward version, you have to collect so many tokens to open up uh, the latter part of the level. So way forward does a lot of stuff like that, and uh, I, I don't know if I'm a big fan of it, because it really just means you spend more time collecting stuff. It kind of slows the game down. Um, so it's been modernized, basically. Like, yeah, I mean, quote-unquote modernized. It modernized in that sense that uh, the gameplay was really watered down. Well, I mean, yeah, I can understand how the gameplay would be watered down, but at the same time, I think that... Uh, my guess is that their thought was, this is how we're going to keep the players engaged. We have to keep the ADD generation engaged in some certain way, and this was their way of doing it. Um. Yeah, I think that's a fair reading. 
It also, um, the original DuckTales had a lot of secrets that you could just miss and, like, straight walk past. Yeah. And um, by requiring you to pick up so many tokens, you have to explore and really appreciate each level. Yeah, it it is nice that they have that. Uh, Have they... It seemed like they made some of the secrets more obvious. Am I uh, seeing that wrong? Actually, um, on the easy and normal modes, you get a map. So as long as you, like, go down every hallway in the map you'll pretty much get everything. Um, There are some, like, trick walls, like walls that seem to be there, but you can just walk through them. Um, But they're usually pretty easily uh, identifiable, just like a suspicious spot in the wall that looks different. Did the maps remain the same? So, like, the old invisible walls that were there in some locations, are they still there, or have the maps been changed a little bit? The old ones are still there, and they've added ones, actually. Oh, okay. I'm more interested now. And there's also uh, a new intro level and a new uh, finale level. In the NES version, um, you just replayed an old level for the ending, but they have a brand new level uh, in Mount Vesuvius, so that's pretty cool, too. I'm 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 more interested now. Like it seemed like there was a pretty decent amount of coverage on it. There was a lot of coverage before. Uh, I know IGN freaked out about it, and Giant Bomb seemed to freak out about it a little bit. And they were like, "Yeah, it's fucking awesome." And then it kind of died down. And then it released, and Giant Bomb did a quick look, but they didn't seem like they were super impressed. So I, I didn't know what to think of it all. I think if I'm. Yeah, if I'm recalling correctly, I think critical reaction has been mixed at best. Um, I've seen a lot of nines and a lot of fives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Polarizing reaction. I, I kind of expected that, just because, like... It, the other thing, too, is that people just look at Capcom's, like... Um, they, they, like, Capcom's, you know, whole um, positioning on this and how, like, they, yeah. how they uh, commissioned way forward to do this and you know way forward they, they have a bit of a dodgy track record and they have like it's not the only time they've done this either they've got like the strider remake coming up next year and they have double helix doing that who's coincidentally also doing the killer instinct remake for x-bone but um, <laughs> no, no 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 you did not just do that <laughs> x-bone 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 x-bone, God damn x-bone, it. x-bone. Jovan, you are so lucky you are who you are. But you'd be happy I called it that. I hate that fucking name. Would you rather me call it Xbox One because that takes longer? It's really... It, it doesn't take that much longer. <laughs> Gosh. Anyway, um... So, so I mean, like... For Capcom not to do this remake internally, I mean, I think that kind of, like straight a lot of people's interests i don't know when's the last like maybe if they got nt creates to do it but i don't know what other capcom studio would really handle something like this doesn't have to be a, a big studio necessarily but they could just take a small team and do it i mean they're really just yeah, they kind of doing a conversion the, yeah they could just do the they could just take the resident evil 16 those guys aren't busy <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah, we, that's who we want touching those games. <laughs> with the stellar <laughs> games that they've put out. I don't know, maybe no, they're good at platformers. Worry. They're don't, not so good with the others. Don't, 
Yeah, don't worry, Eric. They, they could get Spark Unlimited to do it. They're, they're not busy either. Oh, yeah, there we go. Get that, too. You know, <laughs> I'm just... I just Before that, <laughs> I, I imagine DuckTales inside of a fucking volcano punching boulders, so... I, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say this just to say this I think Lost Planet Three is gonna suck. <laughs> I, I, I'm almost I'm almost certain Lost Planet Three is gonna suck. I I don't know I've been takes place on a snow planet. Yeah, because because Spark Unlimited that's why. I have faith in it. I've been really really excited about it since they first really showed it off. I was like you know. Dead Space Three is about to turn into an action game, a pure fucking action game that they about decided. To. Huh. About to. Well, at the time, it was about to. When it first got announced and they were showing that it, like, you go into these buildings and you're in these tight corridors and everything, I was like, okay, so Dead Space 3 is now an open shit. I I don't know. It was one of those things, it was like, okay, so they're taking all their shit of being like, oh, yeah, you're out in the open and putting it into, oh, we're doing corridors now, to Dead Space 3 being like, oh, we're in corridors, now we're going to go outside. And we're going to fight humans instead. Yeah. Yay, cover base I mean, shooting. Yeah, which isn't even that great. I mean, I kind of still like Dead Space 3, but... Yeah. I don't. The, mi- the microtransactions were the end of it for me. <coughs> Plain and simple. Those, the, Not enough microtransactions? Uh, you more? Uh, no. No. The, the, <laughs> they were way too blatant with their the way that they were putting it out there. They were just like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, you don't really have to be good at the game at all if you don't want to. You can just buy the shit. And and that's my problem with microtransactions, when it's like, you don't have to be skilled. Um, you can just buy your way through it. If you pay double, we'll give you the ending right away. Yeah, and that's what I was saying about earlier before we started, that like with Square Enix's games, like Sleeping Dogs and um, Tomb Raider and... Deus Ex and um, uh, Just Cause 2, you know, like, their microtransactions aren't intruding on, like, the story Dude. progression. Like, it's costumes that you're paying, like, one, two dollars for, you know, it's costume packs, it's, like, a vehicle or, or a gun, you know, you're not paying for, you know, the final ending to the game, you know? Yeah. So, like, that, that's, that's my whole thing about microtransactions. If they're not intrusive, if they're not, you know, down your throat, and if they're not forced upon you, then I have no problem with them. Yeah, I I want to talk more about tra- microtransactions really bad because you know there's there's a lot to be said about them, especially with what's happened with Plants vs Zombies too. But I, I still I, I think we should try to get through what everybody else has been playing at the same time. Like ah, <laughs> I want to talk about that so fucking bad. So Duck-tales. sorry, Greg. Go ahead. Ducktales. Woo. Um, Woo. I guess I've also been playing uh, SteamWorld Dig. I'm a little late there, but uh, I've been hearing so many good things about it. I just had to try it out. That's oh god, that game's that game is great. Uh, if we're talking about the same game, Eric, I didn't know you had a 3DS, or is it on Steam as well? No, I, I play a, a game called SteamWorld Dig, where I dig through the world of Steam to find indie games. <laughs> uh, you, yeah. Are you commenting on the cleanliness of your living space? No, I'm talking about <laughs> Steam, digging through it, trying to find... In, 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 no! <laughs> no! <laughs> but wait, is SteamWorld Dig a real game? 
Yeah. Oh god. Well, this game, the game I'm talking about, it's like a meta game, so I don't know. <laughs> um, so Steamworld League is, is the most easily summed up as a combination of Minecraft, or I guess more correctly Terraria, and um, <laughs> and an adventure platformer where you pick up upgrades and you know there's a double jump and there's a stronger pickaxe and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and so. It's it's kind of predictably a middle point where if you're not into either genre, it's not really going to pull you in um, because the gameplay is so heavily reliant on just digging through tons and tons of stuff. And um, you'll need to hit certain specific spots in order to get the correct upgrades and etc. Um, but... I guess the real success of the game is that it combines two genres that are pretty widely, like, adored. Mm. A lot of people that you can't make a bad adventure platformer, like, in the vein of Metroid. That's true. A lot of people really friggin' love the Minecraft Terraria. It, you know, just those people are wrong. <laughs> Terraria is a great fucking game. You shut your whore mouth. Yeah, and, Terra- yeah, and, and uh, the PC version's uh, community based multiplayer things great too that they didn't put in there but I've talked about that multiple times before on the show so there's no reason to go back to it again well uh, something that might interest you Eric is that um, in SteamWorld Dig so in SteamWorld Dig you know how in Terraria a, a big part of the gameplay is just like digging through the ground yeah um, finding caves and stuff oh yeah so in SteamWorld Dig it's reinterpreted as like a uh, it's a Lovecraftian exploration. Like, you know how in tons of Lovecraft stories, it'll be about this protagonist um, going through his basement and finding a secret cavern below there, and there's all sorts of eldritch abominations. Uh, we'll, um, just go, we'll just go with the thing on this one, because yeah, Travis yeah. is the H.P. Lovecraft guy. I'm not. Well, the thing is, is a Lovecraftian sort of thing, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's kind of interesting that SteamWorld Dig... Also takes a Lovecraftian approach to the whole Terraria gameplay mechanic. It does sound kind of interesting. I I will look at it. I just if it's not on PC, you know, there's no chance I'll be getting it because it's all I have, and it's kind of all I want really is a PC. I mean, I want the PlayStation Four, obviously. But no, you don't. Oh God, I fucking do! Holy shit! No, so you not. can buy the indie games you'll get on PC anyway. Yeah, yeah uh, okay, fine. I want a Vita. I really want a Vita. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in a moment. Actually. So you can buy Sly 4. Yeah, yeah. I guess. I, I actually did buy a Vita. You lucky son of a bitch. For $200. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, $200. $199 US. US dollars. Yeah, there we go. Now we're talking. Uh, what about you? Uh, or are you still going? Greg? Sorry, I... Uh, no, I'm done. <laughs> Just those two. I wanted more. <laughs> Story time with Greg. Is uh, we can talk about Sonic 4 episode 2. So what have you been playing, Joe? Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to go to me? Yeah, why not? Wait, sorry, I didn't hear you. What? Hmm? You don't want to go to Travis? Who? Travis. Who? Oh. It puts the <laughs> Oh, oh, uh, fuckalo Phil. Mm. I, I just figured we'd go to you next, just because <clears throat> I, I'm excited to hear about a certain game. 
Uh, three games. Well, there's one that I'm really excited about hearing about. Well, you're, you're not hearing about it yet. <laughs> First off, uh, Saints Row 4. Um, I preloaded it one day, got it at midnight, and I love every second of it. Um, it's <clears throat> The thing is, is that the way Saints Row the Third portrayed Steelport isn't well, the way Saints Row 4 portrays Steel 4 isn't all that different from how 3 did it, but <clears throat> what makes Steelport and 4 so better, so much better is the traversal and, and how easier it is and how much more fun it is to, like, travel in this open world. And, and lots of open world games, you know, like Prototype and, like, Infamous and um, Just Cause, you know, they have, like, very, very creative ways in traversing the open world, but I think Saints Row 4, what it does with it, because, you know, it, it's so jokey, and it doesn't take itself seriously, and it's unapologetic in its whole essence, it, it makes the traversal so much better, because you're just super sprinting, you're mowing down cars, and you're, you're performing all these wacky, like these wacky finishers on fucking on they look like fighting game moves in certain ways <clears throat> it, they, they, it's, it's like wwe all-stars yes actually there you go that's a better way of explaining it i believe they even had the power bomb from wwe all-stars yeah it's it's incredibly incredibly fun you can and like in the virtual um steel port you have to there's this uh like mechanic in order to um improve your powers in order to improve the powers that you get you need clusters like data clusters these blue things that um, are on rooftops you know kind of like the, the the coins things from the previous from the older spider-man games that you had to get off the rooftops oh i you forgot that about same, that yeah like you have the same thing with saints row 4 so just it, you could be in the middle of a mission but you could easily get so distracted with gathering these clusters because you can jump so high in the air and you have all this this incredible view of the Steelport over overworld, and you can just get clusters from the roofs, and, and you could spend. I, I spent almost 45 minutes just gathering clusters, and I completely forgot that I was in the middle of a mission. It, it's incredibly. It's such a well done distraction because, like I said, the the fun ways you can traverse that open world. It's just very very well done, and. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was its story, which is, uh, like, some of the mechanics in the story, it's, it's, it's actually funny, like, all the stuff that they ripped off, most notably Mass Effect 2. Yes. Which, what's, what's the woman that he talks to? The, the nerdy girl. Uh, Kinsey. Where um, you can, everybody has a sex option. You can ask yeah, him to have sex, and he uh, just looks at her, he goes, wanna fuck? Yeah, and then she punches him <laughs> Yeah. Goes for it. Unfortunately, you can do you can, like romance more than once, but unfortunately, that's all she ever says. I thought she said like more than one thing, but yeah, she just says the same thing. But it's it's still like amazing, like all like Keith David's funnier in my opinion. Like romance and Keith David's funnier. It, it's it, it it's just the fact that he's actually in Mass Effect makes it the funnier part. You totally meant Saints Row. Yeah. You just called it Mass Effect. Oh wait, he is he's in Mass Effect also? Yeah, he's Admiral yeah, he's Admiral Anderson in Mass Effect. I did not know that wait, who? Oh he yeah, did. okay, never mind. I'm sorry. I had to remember the characters. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. My bad. It's action and Mass Effect and, and the fact that you get the romance. It's just like I said, it like just like the previous games, it doesn't take itself seriously. It's unapologetic for its wackiness and it goes it goes to great lengths in its humor, but not to the and it, it could be very well offensive to most people, just like the just like three was. But you're still gonna you're still gonna laugh at it. It doesn't try it doesn't try too hard to get laughs out of the player. That's it's the best kind of comedy in a video game, which isn't very easy to pull off in a video game. So I commend the writers for that. The best way that I've been able to explain what that game is is Crackdown if it wasn't a letdown, and <laughs> uh, at the same time uh, with you talking about how wacky it is and everything it's just like it's more saints row and after saints row the third that can't be a bad thing i i actually there's one thing about ign's review of saints row 4 that kind of disappointed me how, how they described it as um someone just activating cheat codes on saints row the third and then going to town. i really think that doesn't do it justice um, I, I really do think that this is, you know, a, a true sequel that they said it was. Personally, it's same engine, it's the same steelport, relatively, but there's so much more that they that they did with it. I, I really do feel that this was the well-deserved sequel. And, and for all those who who do say that, you know, that Volition has gone completely in the opposite direction. This is no longer about gang warfare. It's about aliens and it's come over the top I, I really I, I kind of feel sorry for that kind of opinion towards it because if you remember the first two Saints Rose and how everyone and their mother just said it's a GTA knockoff no one could say that anymore oh definitely yeah like no one can say this is a GTA knockoff this is its own game and I'd rather that happen than you know the same game two more times so I, I really feel that Saints Row 4 is like the definitive Saints Row game. Um, but that doesn't detract from its technical issues because it's got quite a bit of technical issues, most notably on console. But, you know, it, yeah. PC has its, PC has its uh, problems as well. Not, not nearly from what I've no, seen with all the different comparisons. Yeah, not nearly as much as on console. It, the doesn't happen very often on pc but on console it's very it's it's not unplayable on console like don't get the wrong idea if you don't have the option to get this for pc by all means get it for xbox or for ps3 just be forewarned if anything it's it, it can be a frustration um in terms of controls and whatnot shockingly enough i've heard it's better on the playstation 3 than xbox so I don't. Eh, I don't find that too surprising. I do, just because nobody ever gets the technology right. So. Yeah, yeah, that that that's true. No one ever really does. Even now, no one's not not many third-party developers are getting the PS3 down. It's because the cell processor's still trying to connect yeah. to all the refrigerators and stoves and. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, like, but the like all the awesome all the awesomeness of the PS4 of the PS3 hardware is buried. With that cell. So, when you say there are technical issues, do you mean like it'll freeze up or just um, frame rate drops? Frame drops, massive slowdown because, like, the superpowers, you know, the, there's going to be like 20, 30 aliens to shoot on screen at the same time when they're all firing at you. There's 
severe slowdown. Frames will drop when you're super sprinting occasionally. There's stuff like that. There's not really any freezing from what I've seen. But, okay, so it's just more performance than like anything yeah, critical. Yeah, more performance. I mean, open-world games have that. Games as great as Red Dead Redemption have had their fair share of them. Um, well, friggin' uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Everybody yeah. loves that game, but that... Wow. Yeah. Nobody loves that game. <laughs> I love it. Shut up. No, you don't. <laughs> but, but, yeah, regardless, it's, it's an amazing game. Please buy it. I highly recommend it. It's... People have said that it's slightly shorter than the third. I kind of feel that it's a bit longer. Like, I personally think it's a bit longer. People said it's slightly shorter than three, but... Well, eh. do they mean the campaign, or do they mean... Yeah, yeah I think the... they just mean the campaign. And from yeah. what I've I've watched a full playthrough over the last few nights while going to bed, uh, because I do that kind of thing, and... I, I think it's shorter than Saints Row the Third, but I think that yeah, afterwards both... the world offers so much more than Saints Row the Third. Yeah, they're still, they're, both of them are still, you know, 15 to 20 hours worth of gameplay. So you're, you're definitely getting your money's worth with that. And, and even so, with Saints Row 4, you have superpowers, so you can just fly around the, the city and upgrade everything to 100%, and it would still take you probably a little bit over 20 hours. You're getting me hot. <laughs> um, uh, what else I've been playing is uh, Skullgirls. I finally I got an early uh, code for it, so I've been playing like the full version uh, for today, and um, it comes out officially the twenty second. Which, if you're listening to this, is probably gonna. Be yeah, the, it'll be out by the time this yeah, is out. Yeah, you can play. Yeah, it comes out in two 22nd. hours. Yay, twelve oh one to be exact. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you done fu- you done gone fucked up, Greg. <laughs> but I I personally think that you know for for as far as technical fighters go, I mean like I'm gonna talk about another fighter in a couple seconds. But as far as technical, oh I can't wait, sorry. As far as technical fighters go, Skullgirls is perfect for beginners, really? in the sense that in the sense that its tutorial teaches you much of the terminology that you need to know. It teaches you about about Block stun, hit stun, you know, recovery frames. It teaches you about the flash dance, the footloose, the Saturday Night Fever. Is the tutorial any fun, or is it just going to be me like doing the button inputs it tells me to? Yeah, I mean, mean, it's it's not really. (laughs) (laughs) It's still entertaining. It's not. Yeah, it's a. It's not entertaining. It's not for the entertainment, but it it it's very very informative for beginners, which which is. The point that I'm making, it, it's very, very in, intuitive in its design. I, I really like how they exa- how they show off examples of different mix-ups, high and lows, and you know, com and different combos. It's got its own anti-infinite system because, like, this game is essentially, you know, the way that it plays. It's very reminiscent of Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Are, are by, by the way, real quick, are, are they out of the shitstorm yet, or what's going on with Skullgirls? Huh? Shitstorm? Um, they, They've they, been through hell, we'll put it that way. Yeah, they, they have. Um, they're, they've got their heads above water. Um, they're working on their DLC characters right now. They've got four DLC. One of them is already out. They've got four more on the way, or three more on the way, maybe. I think, I don't know. Um, from what I've been hearing... By the end of this year, 
all of them should be out. Um, and they're going to be free for all of the, no extra charge. All the char- all the DLC characters are free as a as a treat for all those um, people that supported them with their Indiegogo campaign because they had an Indiegogo campaign for their DLC characters. People voted, you know, they got hundreds of thousands of dollars in, and they are. This is crunch time for for that um, for those developers, and it's it's paying off for them because um, consoles and PC all get those characters free. Um, I don't know when. I don't know when like they're gonna get the characters. I don't know if there's gonna be like a timed exclusive for consoles or PC. They didn't clarify that, but they're, they're all gonna be at no extra charge. So that's definitely a good thing. Yeah. I mean, Killer Instinct. Every character is five dollars. So mm-hmm. Marvel they Heroes. Have... Every character is twenty dollars. <laughs> oh, don't don't get me started on Marvel Heroes. Yeah, I know. I I. I... I kind of feel sorry. I stuck up for that game. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Whatever. Go on. Do your thing. Sorry. But yeah. Um. So Skullgirls, it's very, very fun. It's, it's very, like I said, it's very informative, and um, it's uh, if you pre-order it now on Steam, I mean, well, by the time you're listening to this, you can't pre-order it, but um, you you do. You, people who did pre-order it, they did get uh, beta access. There was um, Lab Zero Games did hold a beta tournament for um, an online beta tournament for people. They're giving away cash prizes. They're giving away free T-shirts and stuff like that. So it, they're very, very much supporting this uh, PC release. And from what I've been hearing, even the updates are going to be sim- simultaneous with the console versions, which is very good. So, so. Please buy Skullgirls. It's only fifteen bucks, and yeah, I might have to. Yeah. <laughs> now that I have a PC that can do things. Yeah, I. It's not really uh It doesn't really melt PCs. I don't think you need a supercomputer to run this thing either. So. <laughs> it's 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 good buy for on fifteen bucks, and with the free characters that that are coming out, it, it's definitely going to be um, worthwhile to invest. And finally, last but not least, I've been playing... Dive Kicker! Thank you. I wasn't going to say it, I was going to wait for you to say it. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm very excited. You've been such a cock tease this whole time. Go on. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. I can't... I cannot put any more words into how awesome that game is. Um, like, the best thing about it is that... I mean, there, there's a lot of, like in-game jokes, inside jokes about, like, the fighting game community and, and many of its players. Um, like, the Baz is one of the characters that, in, in Dive Kick, the Baz is actually, his design was based off of a rejected Street Fighter 2 character. Yep. And, um, like, characters like um, Kung Pao, obviously, a Kung Lao reference from Mortal Kombat, and she uses portals, and she can dive and kick through her portals. And, you know, Mr. N who's loosely based off Rufus from Street Fighter 4, and... Oh, I thought in the face he looked like Jeff Gertzman for the longest time. Like, that's what a lot of people have been saying. Like, even Jeff, like, when he did the quick look, he even said, like, yeah, I kind of contributed a little bit to, like, the development of Dive Kick with the, um, with, like, the the loading screens. Like, they had, like, these little jokes, these little inside jokes and loading screens. And from, like, when Dive Kick used to be on Kickstarter before Iron Galaxy picked it up, like, people were contributing, like, their own little inside jokes, and Jeff 
Switch said that he contributed one of them to uh, uh, the Kickstarter for uh, Divekick back when it was on Kickstarter. So um, that that was pretty awesome. And like he's also like his backstory because like a lot of these characters they all have different backstories. And um, Mr. N's backstory it's uh, he he rigged a dive kicking tournament and ended up putting like the organizer out of business because he rigged the brackets. And um, did I get quiet? No, well, yeah, well, we were like you know getting quiet about you being quiet and letting I we could trick. I could still hear you. Okay, and everyone still hear me? Yeah, I can. We yeah. can still hear you. We yeah. can hear you the whole time. You were okay. just really quiet. Okay. Well, I don't know. I didn't touch anything. Okay. But um, anyway, like it, like he rigged an entire dive kicking tournament, put the organizer out of business, which is like, <laughs> it's very reminiscent because like a fighting game player actually did that. I, I won't say his name, but like he actually a couple of years ago at Evo, he rigged a Guilty Gear tournament, <laughs> and he like, he, like he rigged the brackets. So that he would make top eight, and then everyone got pissed at him for it, and then like the entire tournament was can like that entire Guilty Gear tournament was canceled. So I'm kind of like I'm kind of like uh, <laughs> a little bit like shocked that they would put something like that in the game. But like uh, he still supports the game. He he loved that they did something like that like to represent him because like if you look at him, he looks almost exactly like Mr. N. If you were to look at him, <laughs> yeah. So like. So, so it's like, like people who do buy dive kick who aren't familiar with the FGC, they don't need to like understand all the in-game jokes. No, they do, because the the jokes are funny. They, they are funny, like, and they're they'll be funny if you actually like get the references. But it, it's especially it, for S kill. Yeah. The crossed hands Seth, is fucking yeah, and hilarious. Seth, yeah. And how Seth Killian actually plays like that on stick. I thought that was pretty nice, and like how he's well known for his third strike parries, and he has a parry move in dive kick. That's and like other other like little subtle references like that. Like, um, I'm trying to think of more. I'll think of more. You can think of more. I just want to know how you're doing online. The online is absolutely amazing. Um, just like Skullgirls, this uses the GG. Uh, the GGPO netcode, which is arguably one of the best netcodes um, for online play, specifically for fighting games, because it, fighting games are very uh, time-oriented, timing-oriented, and they they revolve more around frames than any other game does. You know, any other game that like shooters or any, like fighting games rely on frame on framing and timing. So, with, with the GGPO netcode, it, it does. It, it does the, the, the framing very, very well. It does it justice. And I do like that, you know, people are using that netcode more and more. Uh, for any of those who don't know, the GGPO netcode, it was uh, it was developed by uh, Tony Cannon, one of the um, EVO organizers back in uh, 2010. And uh, he developed this, this uh, netcode program, this middleware, for uh, specifically for the... Iron Galaxy guys that were doing the Street Fighter 3 port, and um, he, and this like this ended up being you know its own, like its own thing. Like there's a GGPO build right now on the internet that you can download from its official website, and you can play 
retro games. You could play the Alpha series online. You could play Vampire Savior online. Uh, Final Fight, you could play that online. Oh, Final Fight. Mm. play a lot of these games online. And um, so for for a lot of these other fighters that are using that netcode, it's very, very good. Uh, even like games like Soul Calibur V almost use this netcode. It, it's that big. And it's like a near lagless performance. And it's very, very well done. And Dive Kick runs seamlessly on it. Um, there was like a little bug PC version origin, um, on day one, but that's been fixed. So uh, if you're planning on putting, the, if you're planning on playing this on PS3, Vita, or PC, any of those versions or all three of those versions are going to be the best one. There's no distinguishable differences. This is, you know, you can play this on any any um, platform and it's going to be seamless. It's, it's that good. I, 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 how's your record? Are you at more wins than losses? I think I'm at like. Come on, brag about it. It's okay. No, I, I definitely have more losses than wins. Oh. I, I don't know the exact number. I have more wins than losses right now. Do you? I don't even own the game, but yeah. I, I, you're, you're, you're undefeated. <laughs> I'm completely undefeated. I'm... I am... Uh, uh, you're Charles, Michael Cole. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm Michael Cole. I was going to go with Charles Robinson. <laughs> Little Nate. That's the answer. You uh, want to so, uh, talk? What, oh, go ahead. What what kind of moves do you use to succeed in dive kick? Like a, <laughs> be more of a kicker. <laughs> I'm, I'm to more succeed. of a diver. I'm more of a diver. I'll be honest. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm a steel diver. Oh Jesus! All right, you sunk to the bottom. Get it? Get it? Get it? Yeah. Fucking get it. Because the 3ds. Yeah. That was good. That was, that was, Travis. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you been playing? Uh, I played a little game called Mars Warlogs on Xbox, <laughs> which I laugh because I know your feelings on it. It's one of the shittiest fucking games I've ever played. Are you, are you, you you gotta realize what you just said is recorded and on public record. Are you willing to really say something like that to a developer? I couldn't give any less of a fuck. Wait, what's it called? It's, it's, it's called Mars Warlogs. It's, it is a, it's a pretty good game, actually. It's an RPG set in a desert wasteland, which is incredibly original. It's... It's just not good in any way, as far as I can tell. Uh, for a real opinion on it, <laughs> I, I I've played it. I've I liked it. I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was the best thing ever. There are some glaring issues, but at the same time, I think it's really fucking fun. I think it's super simple, and the dialogue options don't seem to matter. But then again, where do dialogue? things really matter. Certainly not that. a Bioware game. <laughs> well, yeah, you know. Hmm. Wink, it's pre, 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 pre Old Republic, anyway. Mm -hmm. Or post-Old Republic. Yeah, I was gonna say post-Old Republic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like Mars Warlogs, though. It's... I think it's fucking stupid. Travis, what's so bad about it? The combat is, it has, like, no weight behind it. 
so you just spam the button and you win. Sometimes you roll around behind an enemy and then just whack them and then you win. Yeah, it's, I'm looking it's at just this dull in every I'm, way. I'm looking at this uh, combat now. I'm looking at a video. Of it. It's like uh, like Arkham Asylum, but if, if someone if someone would like. Sus. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to cut this whole part from the show. Oh, oh man. <laughs> It's just, it's... Are we live? <laughs> Thankfully not. Be once this goes up. You didn't tell me we're alive. <laughs> Travis is going to be in deep shit from the developers. They're going to completely refuse to ever do anything with Indie Luchador. And fucking... Jovan's going to be... You won't need to cut out what I said. I just said that it's a bad game. Jovan's I, I'm not the one calling people... About... I'm... I'm... <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It won't happen. The dialogue again. is dull. The graphics are dull. If you like brown, then this is a fucking game for you. Well, I like Titanfall, so this is I'm gonna buy this now. Because <laughs> that's just, brown, right guys? I, I believe you I believe you went with the wrong name for that game. It's still Call of Duty Titanfall. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't drop that Call of Duty. Damn it. <laughs> Whatever, Karma's a bitch. Call of, call of Jetpack. <laughs> uh, I, I implore you, I'll talk about it in a minute, but I implore you to, on my most recent article, that's not the Binding of Isaac remake thing, my most recent article on a game I'll be talking about in a little bit, <laughs> read, the, read the opening uh, paragraphs <laughs> of it. Titanfall. Sorry, Mars Warlogs. It, it's it's a good game. It's a bad game. Mars I mean, Warlogs. Everyone likes bad games, I guess. Some Mars Warlocks. So. Just call it Mars Warlocks. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, but beyond that, I actually have been playing a really neat game called Hammerwatch with Eric here. Yeah. I saw that on Steam earlier. It's a really fucking neat game. It's a neat game. Um, I was going to talk about this, but since Travis is talking about it, I'll, I'll add my two cents right here. If mm. you've played The Binding of Isaac, this game is a cakewalk. Like, super simple, uh, especially if you're using the Ranger. So you just use a bow and arrow. It plays kind of like The Binding of Isaac, and the projectiles coming at you are much slower, so they can get like, within game, probably, like, two feet away from my character, I'll just dodge it real quick. There's a whole, whole lot more going on at once, though. Than oh, yeah. I swear. Oh, yeah. So when you when you compare it to Binding of Isaac, should I be picturing you moving from room to room? No, no. you're there moving you through an entire... It's it's uh, cut up into floors. The, the game um, would have been better suited as a procedurally generated dungeon most. crawler, but it's not. It's... The levels are set. The enemies are set. There's no experience to be gained, uh, which is a really fucking. It's a shame. Well, I mean, it, in a way, there gets, is. For me, it gets very monotonous doing the same shit over and over again. In a way, there is experience yeah. to be gained because you can buy new skills with the coins that you pick up, but it's always the same amount of coins. It seems. Yeah. So. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I didn't want to completely step on you on Hammer Watch, but. 
No, I don't. It's just it's it's a really fun game. I enjoy it a lot. It's fucking fun. It's really easy though. Yeah. If you if you're really familiar with the Binding of Isaac, super simple. It's it's a game that is more fun if you're playing with someone else. Yeah. I think at least. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of stuff out there like that, so I, I'm I'm not surprised. From what uh, I've but seen it, it, it is from enjoyable. When I've seen it, like it'd be better with multiple people. I I heavily recommend to anybody listening. And to both Greg and Jovan, also pick it up. It's it's worth it. It's really there's cool. So many, How much will it so run me? I think it's ten, 10 bucks. or fifteen bucks. Uh, but you can bucks. just buy it and gift it to me as just cause two. If you <laughs> <laughs> yes, Hammerlock is ten dollars. It's ten dollars. Yeah, I'll, I'll open up the exe, rename it to just cause two. <laughs> oh no no no! Don't do that! Over. Don't do that! That's bad. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many games I'm behind upon, so, I mean, like, I I need your guys' opinion on a lot of games. I'm really behind. Like, I still haven't played Rogue Legacy. I still haven't played, um, uh, Mercenary Kings. Like, um... Mercenary Kings is the joke. I, uh... Okay. Let's let's break these two down real quick. Uh Uh-oh. Rogue Legacy is great. It is getting a lot of very well-deserved... Very, very well deserved love. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad we talked to Ted, Teddy when we did. Um, it, it's, you know, just announced it's going to be on the PlayStation 4, all this kind of stuff. Uh, that's, it's a great game. It's a Metroidvania type of game that's, it's it, it, with a roguelike mixed in, and it's well worth it. Yeah, it's super fun. Um, when it comes to Mercenary Kings, I believe that I'll be handling that review when it actually comes out. It's in early access right now, and while it's fun, there's a certain cutoff point to it, Mm -hmm. but it's very amazing the ways that you can customize all of your shit. Yeah. Okay. I had a trombone weapon, which had a cat attached to it. Yep, that's true. Um, I have shotgun parts with machine gun parts mixed together and magnum parts mixed together. Oh, it, sounds yeah, it sounds a little bit uh, metal sluggish. It's very, it's very, very metal slug. What was the other thing we compared it to? Metal Mega slug Man? and Mega Man. Yeah, it's, yeah. Because because I, I really like the the developer, the guys that made the Scott Pilgrim game. Like the Scott Pilgrim game was really really fun. Hated the movie, but the, the game was fun. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a good fucking game. I'm just really burnt out on it right now because I'm waiting for the other content. And as I said, right now there's a certain cutoff point because of the early access. There was just an update earlier that I haven't checked to see if what they added or if they have a, they've added anything. Uh, the biggest problem I've had with it is actually a good problem, and that's that the fucking music gets stuck in your head really bad, and I constantly <laughs> catch Travis doing the theme music to it. But it's, Which I can't even remember right now. It's a good fucking game. I mean, I'm not going to say out loud on a recorded podcast what kind of score it's looking at as of right now, but it's looking at a pretty decent fucking score right now. If you had to give it a fruit as a score, what would you give it? <laughs> Ooh, Apples or oranges? My favorite fruit is kiwi. Um, and my least favorite fruit is probably 
grapefruit. So I will. So on the from the scale of grapefruit to kiwi, I will give it orange. All right. Tomato. There you have it. Ugh. Okay, never mind. Tomato is my least favorite fruit. Good. Good job. That's a, well. That's not a culinary fruit though. That's a like. In terms of biology, it's considered a fruit, but not in terms of cooking. Stop it, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) In spaghetti, it's a fruit cocktail. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah. It also uh, reminds me that um, uh, friggin' guacamole came out on PC. Fuck yeah, it did. I'll be talking about that when we're done talking about Travis stuff. Oh, but Mercenary Kings, pick it up. Um, If you want to... I'll run through it with you again when you have time and I have time. But I, I recommend picking it up because when that game comes out, it should do decent business. I don't think it's going to do like yeah. mega huge business, but I think it's going to do... It's going to be on PS4 as well, so... Yeah, and that's probably where it's going to do better business. I honestly think that somehow that's going to pull out better business on the PS4 and Vita than Steam, which will be a complete turnaround from anything else. Well, it seems like a console, like it, it appeals to console players' tastes. Uh, Travis has played with a controller. Um, I haven't. It works really good with a controller. Yeah. Oh, oh, and uh, Metal Gear, or not Metal Gear, uh, Gear, Gear, yeah, gear, 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 Gear. There's a Gear. Gears of War, uh, reloading, active reload. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. That is a very interesting thing. It is cool. I like it. But yeah, I, I recommend picking it up uh, for just listeners that aren't super deep into the gaming industry. I don't recommend picking it up right now. Uh, hold out. But if you're an industry nut and you know what's going to come soon and, and how it's going to end up, uh, yeah, I recommend getting it now. Yeah, There's not much variety in levels you go through the same levels over and over again, but it's always different missions involved. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool, cool, cool. Mm. Uh, Coolie, coolie? Yeah, sure, Coolio. He's cool beans. great. Cool, 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 cool beans. Cool, 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 I have beans. no idea what just happened on this show. Mm. A mixer has just entered the podcast? Uh, <laughs> I guess. Um, is there anything else, Travis? Oh, uh, no, that's it. Mm. Alright, uh, I guess we'll talk about what I've been playing real quick. I feel like we were going to talk about something else, too, but... I was Whoa. like, oh, hold up. Oh. oh, yeah, Guacamelee. I guess we'll start with Guacamelee. Mm. We'll go in order of the articles I put out recently. Yeah, <laughs> Guacamelee, uh, Gold Edition, came out on PC, and... So good. So good. Uh, mine's a press... Ver- or, I got mine, you know, press-wise. I don't... I get mine press keys. And it's supposed to come with Mutant Blobs Attack. Yeah. I bought it with Mutant Blobs. Yeah, I didn't get Mutant Blobs with it, which is fine. I mean, you know, I just asked for a press copy of Gold Edition. Well, what is Mutant Blobs? It's, I don't know. I haven't played it. It's a really good game that was passed over a lot by on the PS3 uh store. It, it got passed over a lot, but it's pretty fucking good. I don't know how to explain it, really. But I played it for a little bit. Pretty good. 
I thought I knew what it was, and then I realized I was thinking of Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet. It's I don't know not why. Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet. I like it more than Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet. I couldn't get into. Insanely yeah, Twisted I couldn't Shadow get into it either. But that, that's my that's my bad. I tried, I really did. Um, but Welcome <clears throat> Melee is. I gave it a perfect score. Um, oh, okay. As I said, not a perfect game, but. It's one of those games that gives you a reason to think that there could be a such thing as a perfect game. It's amazing the way that I'm glad that you have to read everything and there's no voiceover because if there was voiceover and they managed to do it wrong, that yeah. would somehow be the problem with the game. The one problem I had was at one point in time I got turned into a chicken and the game like didn't freeze but it didn't go to the next dialogue bubble like it was supposed to. So it just sat there. But it, it's a game where I feel like it's a spoiler just talking about why he's a luchador and shit. So I can't really talk about that. But yeah, I, I didn't. Finish. Is it because he reviews indie games? Mm, definitely not, shockingly. Definitely <laughs> not. Um, and it's not because he was a wrestler either. So it, it's it's interesting. It's a very good game. Every NPC that you really interact with feels extremely memorable. Like, I will not forget the goat guy. I will not, because his interest in certain things is extremely fucking funny. And he ends up giving you power-ups, or you break his Chozo statues for power-ups. Yeah. A lot of references to a lot of other games. It's... Yeah, sorry, Luchador, your prince is in another castle. <laughs> yes! Oh my god, so many, so many good things. Uh, the, I forgot the name of the move, but the something derp derp, <laughs> because he ran out of names to call things. It's a fucking amazing game. Like, it's a gorgeous game with fantastic music, great story, uh, the ending is extremely satisfying. I, I don't know. Something feels really close to perfect about it. And the, um, add in the Steam Workshop, and it's even cooler because... Yeah, I have you, so many. I, I, I use Greg Miller. Oh, really? I use Man, Manuel Cavalera from Grim Fandango. Yeah, I wanted to, but he doesn't have the actual outfit. Like, for some reason, they just decided yeah. to go with his head instead of, like, adding the full outfit. With Greg Miller, it's actually, like, Greg Miller's suit from Up at Noon and everything. Yeah. And when he turns into a chicken, he's just a chicken with glasses. <laughs> it's an amazing game. I, I really cannot say enough good things about it. I played it on the PlayStation 3. And I liked it. I played it on PC, and I loved it. Like, it kind of felt like, oh yeah, this is why I really loved this game. And f finishing it was, it was super satisfying. But with the Gold Edition, they've added in, like, going to hell and doing the challenge rooms and shit like that. It's, it's really fucking cool. It is... It deserved the 5 out of 5, but honestly, I could have almost given it a 5.5 out of 5. <laughs> it almost happened. Not a lot. Cinco, a Cinco out of a Cinco. Yes, exactly. Whatever. A Cinco point five, because that's Spanish. Yes, yeah, Cinco. 
that's that's Spanish. But uh, yeah, I mean, I seriously debated giving it higher than a five if I possibly could have. So I don't know. I fucking love it. It's muy bueno. It's muy 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 bueno. It, it's the highest. Uh, the highest praise I've heard of it so far is that uh, like typically in in those Metroid style platformers, you'll have an upgrade and you only use it to get past like one area. Like, you only need the various suit because one area happens to be hot. But, um... Yeah, this, everything that you get yeah. in an upgrade is a is a fighting move at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Like, so that sounds neat. It, it's great. And there's a moment where eventually you get this ability that has you flying across the screen. And it does, like, this epic camera zoom out. Zoom out. It's, it's fucking cool. I got some good screenshots out of it. So I, I can't recommend it high enough. Like, you just built your new PC. You need to get this game. Yeah, it's it's definitely on the on the list. It should I'm be on the highest on your list right now. On the list. Too There's bad so many games have... that feel like they should be highest. It's yeah, too, impossible. Too bad it doesn't have uh, online co-op. Yeah, that was... I guess that was kind of the major problem. Like, I wanted to play it so bad co-op with Jovan, and... We An tried. adventure game co-op? It has know. co-op, and yeah, it, it actually kind of scales oh. in a certain way. So, mm. yeah, I should talk to I should talk to developers about uh, using GGPO for that. I I will be talking to those developers this upcoming week. So, for, for all those who don't know, GGPO stands for Good Game Peace Out. Yeah, that sounds real. <laughs> That's a completely legitimate thing. Like tits or GTFO. <laughs> Tits or G-O-T-Y Yeah, exactly Tits or G-O-T-Y I mean, if, if Guacamelee Gold Edition didn't just count as kind of a uh, a port in a way it would definitely be my number one contender for a game of the year right now but it kind of just a port in a way Yeah, too bad my number one game of the year is already Skyrim again the third year oh, damn it. I bet it is. <laughs> I'm being serious. Skyrim's gonna get my game of the year third. Year. I thought that Trevor wasn't here. <laughs> jo- Jovan plays it on the PC. Yeah, with mods. Yeah. Because I guess that's something, but goddamn it, it's still a stupid fucking game. Oh yeah, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not denying that. Like I'm playing through Dawnguard. Like I got Dawnguard and Dragonborn. You're not saying the name right. The, from the Steam. From the Steam sale, I, I don't want to say it right. I, I will it. say that Dragonborn was actually kind of fun. Yeah, it reminded Dawn me Guard's of Shimmering Isles a little bit. Dawnguard is so bad. I'm so bored right now playing through this. It's so boring. Why? Are you like, how, how, how do people like Dawnguard? Like, I, I just, <laughs> I just want to finish it. I want my Steam achievements and my Steam trading cards. You make me you sick. Because apparently you get Steam trading cards from Dawnguard. You make me point. sick. I'm sorry. Like, I'm cheating my way to victory. I'm just like console commanding like all the ingredients I need to make my stuff like flawless and all my legendary skills. I sold all of my cards and ended up buying Fallout New Vegas and I bought something else too, but I don't remember what. <laughs> well, well, New Vegas is better. Yeah, well, wow. yeah. Cannot believe I just said that. <laughs> New Vegas is. <sighs> yeah, I, okay. I'll, I'll talk about that real quick. We're going back to me again. Yeah, I've been playing Fallout New Vegas also. Um. Is this your first time? 
Uh, no, I tried to play it on the console. I got the game-breaking bug where you pick up that cowboy hat oh, or whatever, right. and it completely that's shut good. off uh, oh. Prim to me and all sorts of shit. I, I remember when I played... I, I hate to cut you off, but this is, this is very important. <laughs> I remember I was at my friend's house. He got New Vegas on PC day one. Ooh. I don't know if any of you guys remember this glitch. Um, obviously, you know at the beginning where you where you wake up and you see Doc Mitchell. The, okay, and, that glitch is fucking yeah. awesome. That, oh, I did not know about that glitch before I saw it. I could not, I could not stop laughing. It's, it's, uh, it's head. a head spinning glitch. His head His spins. Head. Not, 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 not exorcist spinning. Like, it spins the other way like a clock. <laughs> and then like oh, no. when he gets up out of his chair he doesn't actually get up out of his chair so he just starts hovering around the room with his head spinning <laughs> it is the creepiest oh, fucking no. thing ever I <laughs> it's creepier than my my most recent last relationship <laughs> that's a fucking creepy ass relationship it, it, I couldn't Words cannot explain how funny that glitch was. Bethesda, everyone. I, I will find a link and we will put it in the show notes. It is an Bethesda. amazing glitch for those that haven't seen it. Bethesda, I haven't seen it. It's, I don't know if I want to see it. It's, it's <laughs> fucked up and it's fucking phenomenal at the same time. Uh, but New Vegas, I, I beat it and then... I made sure I hard-saved it before it does the whole... There's no coming back from this. So you, you're going to go on from there. So I just... I beat it on that, and then I went to that other save, and now I'm just killing everybody. <laughs> like, and, and I have that explosive thing, like when you shoot them, and they just explode into all sorts of gibs and shit. Wow. Bloody mess, I think it's called. Yeah, bloody mess, that's it. Uh, it, it that's kind of fun. I, I, it sucks that max level's 30, because I feel like I've been completely ripped off on my skills, in a way. Didn't all, yeah. that, DLC, didn't all that DLC, like, raise the cap? Yeah, it did, but I didn't get the DLC. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, every, I, I believe I it the, all raises the cap to 45 in the end. Yeah, I got the alternate edition, so... Yeah, well, <laughs> tell me more, moneybags. <laughs> I got it on the summer sale. Yeah, well, I didn't. I don't know. I'm I'm going to keep on playing it. I mean, it's a lot of fun, but it is a broken mess still. I mean, it has constant crashes. Uh, it, when I load up the game, it freezes on the title card, and then I load it up again, and it works. Hmm. And on top of that, I have Lily with me, who is the giant super mutant woman, and she's always like, alarm went off. Tell me where I'm going to take her pills. <laughs> and uh, that's always fun. She's she's great. She's crazy. She fights things. She pops their heads off. And I have Rex, the half-robotic dog from the Kings, which are by far the most lovable gang in that game. So they let me keep Rex, and I have Rex with me. And Travis was like, oh, you got to get Eddie, the fucking singing robot. And I'm just like, I have that mission, but I think I'm going to go blow up instead. <laughs> Because mm. I Rex like knocks some motherfuckers out. Uh, the death claws are fucking ridiculous to kill. Even though I went to the rock quarry and killed the mama one and the daddy one because I have an anti-material rifle. 
and a lot of patience. So, I, I don't know. Fallout New Vegas is still... It's good. It's a very interesting game, but it has some huge yeah. issues. The, co- the combat is definitely improved from 3. Yeah, I, I played 3 for about an hour one time and got so bored that I was like, I'm not doing this. And then that's why I gave Fallout New Vegas another chance, or a chance, and then I had that game-breaking bug, and I was like, fuck. Yeah, like, Fallout 3, it just... Fallout 3 has, like, one of the slowest starts, and I've played Assassin's Creed 3. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when I tell you Fallout 3 starts off slow, it starts off slow. Yeah. You gotta um, take your goat tests, everybody gotta take the goats. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that fun. Uh, I also, uh, upon... Uh, recommendation of Mr. Michael Hewitt, I played an MMO that is basically a Borderlands ripoff called Firefall. I ended up turning it off after like 45 minutes because it has nothing but hand-holding. And I I hate easy-ass games, and this game just holds your fucking hand the whole time. Yeah, it's an open beta right now. Um, I played some of it um, I, I was very much looking forward to playing Firefall so for was I. a very long time. Um, I wasn't impressed. I'll give it another chance. It's a free-to-play MMO, so I'll give it another chance. I I've sadly won't. Yeah, I've got nothing to lose. It's free-to-play, but I was not initially impressed. I, I have time <laughs> to lose when it comes to that, and uh, it, for me to try to put some time into an MMO uh, at this point is... Tougher. Yeah, like, like, like I'm not getting Final Fantasy XIV when it comes out. All my friends yeah. are, but I just like, I'm not paying ten bucks a month for that. Like, no, stop with the subscriptions. Stop. No, don't. You know, Elder Scrolls Online also announced that they're subscription based. Yeah. So that's fifteen good. a month. So, so you're gonna need a gold slash plus account, and you're gonna have to buy the game, and then you're gonna have to pay monthly for that game. Yeah, the only the only MMO that I would honestly be willing to pay monthly for would be DC oh, Universe crap. Online. Oh, mm. I thought you were gonna say the, the other one. No, the, no. The, bli- the Blizzard one we don't talk about. <laughs> no, not that thing. Well, I paid for it for two years. Yeah, I, I paid for it for four years. Never again. <laughs> I paid for it for two Never months. Never again. Two months. Never guys. again. Oh God, drunk Rick Flair's here. <laughs> Drunk Ric Flair from SummerSlam's weekend. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! I really, 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 really want to play DC online. It's great. Uh, uh, I just, I just deleted it off my PC. I'll get it when it's a launch. It's PS4 launch. So. Yeah, yeah. the the buttons have changed. I tried to jump into it this week, and I ended up turning it off. And I have max level characters in that, and. I ended up turning it off because they've kind of updated the user interface a little bit uh, yeah. to go for the PlayStation 4 look. It doesn't look the same as the PlayStation <laughs> 4 version yet, but it's being updated, and some of my shit's been changed around, and I went to the... Uh, where, where you change the keys, I just forgot, the key bindings, and I can't find the shit I need to glide through the air and then raise myself back up and all this other kind of shit, so I was like, oh, well, I'm done with this, because I'm not gonna run around, because I chose uh, acrobatics for my main villain. 
Yeah, like mm. most yeah, like most of the stuff, like most of the free to play stuff, I just deleted off my PC and redownloading it for PS4, like Warframe, Blacklight, Retribution, yeah, DC World, Planet Side Two. It's just all of it deleted. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about redownloading Planet Side Two because we've talked about doing a live stream of it, so Yeah, that'd be nice. That could be fun. I don't know. Um, what else have I played? Uh, oh, oh, Betrayer. Mm. It is in alpha right now, and early access on Steam. It is beautiful. Uh, actually, I had slowdown on my computer at, at first. I did not expect that with the black and white. And I like what it has so far, but reading the font or the text on the screen is a bit hard. Uh, I'm playing in big picture mode on a oh. television, and I can't read shit. And that sucks, because I really want to know what's going on, because you're dropped into this world, and right behind you, like, you wake up on a beach, and there's a broken-down ship behind you. I know this sounds kind of familiar, <laughs> you know, when you play that character named Zelda. <laughs> in his green tunic. Um, God, his name is Samus, come on. Oh yeah, Samus. Samus, Mario, Luigi. His name is Jumpman. Jumpman. That, how high? Huh? Uh, Jumpman, how high? Yeah. Um, it's, sorry. <laughs> Alternate things going on at the same time. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a good host, guys. Come on now. Um, I... It drops you in without you knowing what's going on, and that's what I like. That's my kind of thing. I want to figure out what's going on. I don't want to be told what's going on. Let me figure out what the fuck is going on. And as you're walking along this pathway, and it's giving you like this this tutorial, it's not like one of those super hand-holding things. It's like, oh, this is what you can do. You can crouch here. You can walk through here. This is how you melee attack, which I can change the key bindings, but I can't read what I'm changing it to anyways on the screen, so... <laughs> Uh, instead of E being my action key, it's my melee. And that pisses me off because there's chests to be open. So F is how you use your action, and I hate that. So whatever. That is what it is for now. It's an alpha. Things might change. Who knows? Um, one hit and you're dead. Like, if an enemy melees you, you're dead. And then I like that aspect. Resources are limited, and possibly extremely more limited than I had thought they were. Because when you say resources, resources such as the arrows for your bow, uh, they you don't get them back out of the people that you kill because they're wearing or not the people. I guess they're kind of ghouls. Um, you don't get them back from them because they're wearing metal armor and they break when they hit them. So sometimes that will stun them, and you can go up and hit them. Other times, you can hit them with an arrow a couple of times, and it will knock them the fuck down, and they'll be dead. Yeah? Okay. Uh, then you can get oh. a musket, which, luckily, this takes forever to reload. So, you know, you've got to actually strategize in a certain way. You can shoot them with the musket, they'll be stunned, you can go up and stab the fuck out of them. Nice. But, if you get hit, you're dead. Then you have to go back to a fucking checkpoint that's way far away. 
and it completely ruins the fun for you. On top of that, there's a compass on the top of the screen. Uh, think Call of Duty compass on your screen. But you can't really tell what's going on with it because the game's black and white, and this is kind of a gray and black and white compass. So it's really hard to see what's going on. Kinda, I kind of think that since this game is black and white and enemies have like this red glow coming off of them and there's certain things in the game that are red, I, I feel like they should put that compass in gray and red. I don't know. <clears throat> but it, for what it is and for what it could turn out to be, considering this is an alpha, this does have potential to be in my thoughts when it comes to game of the year this year. I really like what it's got going on. I really like how things are kind of creepy, but not scary. I like that creep factor to it. I just feel like since it's an alpha, they're figuring out what they're doing. On, on top of that, this is the team that made Fear, and Fear is by far one of my most hated games of all time. Yeah. For me to actually like something that this team is doing, they're definitely... They far? Uh, far. Yeah. They made far? Yeah, far. <laughs> of course far. Far Cry. We've seen the vine, right? With Grover near far. I. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> I getcha. Uh, for me to like something from that team, I feel like that kind of speaks in volumes. So, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited to see what ends up happening uh, when it goes into actual beta. I'll be very interested. It, you can get it in early access right now. I I feel like if people get it in early access right now, they won't come back to it. Yeah, like that. That's the thing with me in early access too. It's like, like I'll try it out just because like I I'm that curious, but like I can't recommend most stuff on early access for most people. Yeah, like I. Can... So is it like you, like you get a bad impression, or you just end up forgetting about it? I feel like too. A normal consumer that just wants to sit down and play video games, not doing what we do, I feel like they'll be like, oh, alright, uh, there's nothing really going on here. I'm not going to come back to this. Like, I feel like most people won't actually pay attention to the fact that it's an early access title. But I really like what it has, and I like what could potentially be offered in the future with it. I just don't think that it's for a lot of people right now. And if you are interested in getting it right now, make sure you have a, a pretty fucking decent PC because it's more intensive than I imagined it would be. And it is fucking beautiful. Like, at first I thought the black and the white would be kind of a turnoff. It's really not. It's super cool. But yeah, that's that's Betrayer. Uh, they sent me an early access code for it, and shockingly enough, most people don't do it. They asked for uh, an article back on it. I hadn't planned on putting an article out yet. I wanted to see what's going on and make sure I had it in my list to come back to in the future for a review. They wanted an article. I gave them an article, and they seemed pleased with what I had to say, even with the bad stuff. So that's kind of a good sign. Yep. So that that's uh, Betrayer's been. It's been one of those things I'm super interested in. I can't wait to see what happens with it. Uh, other than that, yeah, Hammer Watch with Travis has been good. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, there has been a game that I, I went back and I, I've been playing Injustice. I forgot to mention that, but yeah, I, I bought Manhunter and Zatanna, so I've... Ah! I, I, I like Zatanna, but I don't want to hear about her. How's Martian Manhunter? <laughs> very, very good. Um, He's... He's another zoner for the most part, which is my main gripe with this game as a whole. There's not enough rushdown characters. There's, like, the majority of the cast are zoners. And I, I wish that there was, like, that perfect balance. But with, DC, with the DC cast, you're gonna have that. You're gonna have, like, a lot of zoners. Like, a lot of these guys have projectiles. So, it's... It's necessary to stay true to the, like the source material of those characters, so you're gonna have a lot of zoners. Like I'm a Nightwing player, and Nightwing and Hawker are like two of the own. I think they're the only two um, rushdown characters in that game, for the most part. But yeah, I mean Manhunter's very good. He's very very solid. I like him a lot. I like playing as him a lot. I wouldn't use him in tournaments. I think I'll just stick with Nightwing and Lantern as for tournament play. But I, I like Manhunter a lot. Um, How's Wolverine? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You're welcome. Wolvie. You're welcome. <laughs> Alright. So, another thing happened this week. It's called Gamescom. Oh, I had that. That's the uh, Tiger handheld from yes. the mid-90s. Yes. <laughs> yes. Go on. <laughs> Uh, it had a touchscreen before the DS, like a full decade. Everything before. had a touchscreen before the DS. Oh, okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, I remember the, uh... The Virtual Boy had one. Yeah, the Virtual Boy. It had a yeah. touchscreen because you couldn't see afterwards, so you just keep on touching it. <laughs> and you're just like, where where am I? Where am I? I'm blind. <laughs> Thank you, Nintendo. Uh, but yeah, Gamescom happened this week. The biggest gaming convention there is currently... I'm, t- I'm telling you, man, like, Gamescom this year made E3 its bitch. Oh, God, yeah. Um, we got the announcement of the PlayStation 4 release date. November 15th. Yeah. It's uh, actually a couple of weeks earlier than I was originally told it would be. Uh, I was actually told a Black Friday launch. So I, yeah, I guess this kind of saved some people. But No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Some, somewhat, somewhat oh. it does. Uh, but they did also announced that they've already had a million pre-orders. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, that's fucking massive, though. Uh, Are they going to be able to make that many? Uh, I think they already have. I think they stopped pre-orders uh, for the most they stopped, part. Yeah, they stopped pre-orders at GameStop. Um, Amazon, well, Amazon has like sta- like the standard pre-orders. Like, you can get them not launch day, but if you pre-order a PS4 on Amazon, you'll get it when it's available. Yeah, and and Shuhei Yoshida uh, talked about how they realized that they didn't make enough yet, and they are going to try to remedy that before the launch, so uh, there is a lot of hope still. I love love Shuhei Yoshida. Oh, Shuhei's fucking great. I love, like, all of of the Sony executives. They're all just... They're good people. Yeah, they're very down-to-earth, and like I really like them a lot like Andy House and Jack Trenton like they're all like awesome like Cerny well Cerny's not an official Sony employee he basically is let's just 
Yeah. Go there. And, and Mark Cerny's the shit. Yeah. Andy House, isn't <laughs> like, he the one with the super tiny hands from the Whopper commercials? He, he took over, yeah, he took over okay. Kaz Harai's job. Like, Kaz Harai was the president of Sony Computer Entertainment. Like, Wait, now, my name is Kaz? <laughs> Wait, did we just Harai. make a Something Awful reference? No, we oh. just made a Kaz Harai has the worst pauses ever. <laughs> oh, that's it's where that rich. comes from. Okay. Racer! <laughs> yes, he, yeah, like, he he was the king of awkward pauses. Yeah, like, in contrast to Microsoft's executives, you know, where, where every time they come out on stage, I feel like my wallet's about to fly out of my pants. Yeah, and you need a shower afterwards. <laughs> I mean, now that Matrix's gone, you know, I, I, there's, like, some hope, I guess. <sighs> That's what they said about EA also, and then Plants vs. Zombies 2 comes out with major fucking, uh, uh what do you call it, uh, shit. shit? <laughs> yeah, that shit. <laughs> the shit, that shit, where he's in shit. Uh, the, yeah. the microtransactions, there we go. Like, yeah. same old EA. It, it hasn't changed. So, I don't know if Microsoft's really going to change. They keep on talking about how they're changing things because they've been listening to the fans. Uh, I think they were listening to just, their they're wallets. Just co- they're just covering their own asses. Yeah. It's, it's more of them just covering their own asses than listening to the fans, but I don't care. Like, and on top of that, their press conference was a couple of hours before Sony's, and they had it nothing. Wasn't, it wasn't on live stream. It wasn't live streamed at all. No. But the thing was, it was like, oh, here's uh, this Fable game that, from everything I'm gathering and hearing about from people there's impression, is it's Fable 1 reskinned, basically, with multiplayer. I'm fine with that. I would yeah, like to fine be with fine that. with that, but I'm kind of not fine with that. Yeah. Because I just want another good I, Fable I can game. Un- I can understand why you wouldn't be fine with that, but I'm fine with that. Personally. I'm partially fine with it. I like Fable One. I love Fable Two. I hate Fable it. One. Is one of my favorite fucking games. Yeah, Fable, Fable Two. Great. I mean, like I did. Like I, I told you guys this before. How I never thought Fable Two was awesome, and then I played Fable Three, and then Fable Two Fable was fucking 2. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two and three are both garbage. I think. Uh, three is fucking. Yeah. Three. Trash. Three is, but that's not even an RPG. No. It's like you don't have experience points. You have guild seals. It's an it's an action yeah. game. When it was free on uh, Xbox, I downloaded it. When it was free, I I felt like they owed me money back. (laughs) (laughs) When it was free, I downloaded it, and I played it for about five minutes, and I was like, you know, this is free, but this is fucking stupid. I just deleted some expensive events. It, it turned out we were wrong the whole time. It wasn't called Fable 3, it was called Fable 3. Somebody (laughs) messed with us. Dicks. Yeah, I don't know. I like how the Jack of Blades character is there, and that's obviously got to be Jack of Blades. And the yeah, the the Vince Russo twist at the end is that he's actually the villain. Yeah. Hmm. And then Bully Rings. I mean, I'm still going to get an Xbox One. I, mean, I want Titanfall on Xbox One. Uh, what? Call of Duty Titanfall. Well, you got really quiet. It was why I said, um, what? But I'm glad that you fixed the Titanfall 2 Call of Duty Titanfall. <laughs> <laughs> I still want it, and I'm not gonna go through Origin to get it because you know I I, I like what Origin's doing now, but you know I don't I, I don't like it that much. Hey, you're you're buying a console to avoid Origin? Yes. <sighs> Why don't know, you just avoid Origin, anyways? <laughs> I should. I don't know. 
uh, you know, that humble EA bundle or whatever. I, I'll, I'll beat Dead Space 3 and then I'll swear off Origin. For I just wanted Dead Space out of that bundle. Like, I almost thought about paying a dollar for it. It's a, it's a Steam code, too. It's an Origin code and a Steam code. So oh, God, I want it so fucking bad. Yeah. Oh. Like, Is that still going on? Yeah. Yeah, six, day, six days left until the bundle. They didn't add anything. Anything else? It's just those games. I didn't usually, expect usually, that. <laughs> yeah, usually midway through they add. <laughs> they'll they'll add microtransactions to it. <laughs> if, you, if you pay five dollars, we'll give you extra sunshine or Plants vs Zombies too. It's kind of odd that they added the Medal of Honor 2010 game. Yeah. Fighter. Yeah, they added the, the the beard game instead of the newer, shittier, more linear one. <laughs> the the fucking smack to all the bearded faces of the world honestly, game. Honestly, like, the only reason why I got this was just for Burnout Paradise and Dead Space Three. Yeah, I wanted it. Like I ended up not getting it because I just like, didn't get I'm tr- it. I'm trying to give away some. I'm trying to give away these codes. No one has Origin. <laughs> what, what do you what, what do you have that you're trying to give away? Battlefield Three. Um, I I would play that if I had somebody to play it with. Yeah, that's the, see, like, I don't want to get into this whole thing about Battlefield Four because like it would take me forever. But like the the short story is, I'm not getting Battlefield Four. Ah, I'm interested, I'm not the, not the, but not interested. Stuff. It's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be amazing. But mm. like, I'm gonna get like if I were to get Battlefield Four, like next year would come, and then Destiny would come out, and mm. then come out, and then like. And then I'm just going to look at my Battlefield 4 case and why do I still have this? <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense. I'm interested, but not interested enough to buy a AAA title, really. No, I don't blame you. I just feel like it's unnecessary in most cases. I mean, Fallout New Vegas, I'm kind of also been, I've kind of also been playing that because there's <clears throat> an article that I'm kind of thinking about writing about another pitch idea, so I don't know yet if I'm actually going to write it or not. It could happen. It could happen. Yeah, like Crisis 2 Max Edition, I have this. Please, someone take it. It's a Steam code, too. I have a Steam code for it. Please. I have. I, I would almost take that off your hands. I don't think that even my computer would handle it. No, I wouldn't. So that's Cry, kind of... CryEngine Cry Engine melts PCs. Yeah, and that's part of the reason why I'm like, I thought about taking that off your hands, but I don't know. I, I really just wanted Burnout Paradise and Dead Space 1. So, I mean, if you have an extra Dead Space 1, I'm your man. Uh, I have Dead Space... I have a Dead... Like, they give you double codes for some of these games. So like, Dead Space 1, I have... I used the origin code for Dead Space 1, but I still have the Steam code for Dead Space 1, so I... You, you can give me that if you want. Okay. Alright, I'm in. Good show. Good show. Uh, what else do I have? Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a pretty good show. Good show. I noticed sarcasm on that one, I feel. <laughs> where's your, uh, where's what your uh, just... Sims 3 code lying around? <laughs> what? No, what? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> no uh, sorry, we should probably get back to Gamescom here. Probably. Yeah, yeah, that might be a good idea. Um, segway, segway into EA's press conference at Gamescom <laughs> and all of the riveting stuff that happened. Yeah, that happened. Well, since they were in Europe, I mean, it's probably much more exciting considering yeah. they actually like <clears throat> hit what they wanted to do with the European race 
type of games. I mean, Gran Turismo really speaks to the European audience more than the American audience. Yeah, it does. Um, like FIFA definitely too. I, I like how they were like, "Yeah, we're making a, a Gran Turismo movie," and then like he stops for applause, and then like finally no the people applause. are like, "All right, we hear you." Like we we, don't ha- give we had a, a couple of movie announcements. They're making a Watch Dogs movie too. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I don't know how I feel about that yet. I feel I know how I feel about that, and I kind of it makes me want to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I'm I'm more on that side I, I, right now. I, I won't I won't go any further. Yeah, I'm on that side right now too. Don't worry. Wouldn't it just be like a million other movies? Uh, possibly it might be like Hackers yeah, from it, the nineties. Yeah, it would be like freaking Enemy of the State. Only this time it's one guy instead of Will Smith and that old guy. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and this guy should be Uncle Phil. <laughs> 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 uh, I had a drunkle Phil. That's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, th- yeah. There's those movies that were announced. Uh, Microsoft tried to pander to the indies. Uh, if we're going to talk about tried. things, from yeah, tried. Uh, I don't think anybody bought it, but whatever. EA mainly showed off things that the Europeans mainly would be interested I mean, in. Like, like I'll be honest. Like, I do like UFC. Like I'm a UFC fan. Yeah, me too. But I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm not interested. Biggest, in, yeah, I, I don't. I, I think its fan base is a big turnoff for a lot of newcomers in the UFC because the fan base for a UFC is like douches. <laughs> it will. I mean, yeah, that's true. And it's kind of died down a little bit now that Brock Lesnar is gone. So, uh. but whatever. Eh, I guess I'll try and try to give. EA, EA uh, UFC game chance. Well, maybe. EA's fucking EA Sports MMA was a good game. Uh, the last, yeah, oh yeah, it was really good. It was actually the best fighting game, uh, well, ultimate fighting type of game that there was. And then uh, UFC Undisputed 3 came out, and I thought that that was the definitive game. So, I mean, I have high hopes for this next one, but not something I'm going to go out of my way to play. If somebody has a copy that they wanted to borrow and I somehow had a console that I was willing to play it on, then, yeah, I would play it. But I don't think I'm going to play it. Uh, Um, They showed off a lot of FIFA, and it looked like the same old shit, kind of, except for an up-res crowd. So that's cool. But you had to show off FIFA to that audience, though. Oh, God, yeah. They'd be fucking crazy not to. That's like when they're at E3 and they're like, fucking Madden, look at, look at Madden. You know, like, that's kind of like that, except for, I like, still think, I, I, still, I, I still don't like Andrew Wilson, like, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> like, my name's Andrew Wilson, and I am a fist bump in human form. Yeah, kinda. Um, I don't, what else did EA have to offer? I don't feel like they had anything else to offer on that. Nothing really new. A new Titanfall demo, and that's about it. Uh, what is that? Stop it. <laughs> no. Call of Duty Titanfall. Alright, um, I, I guess then it goes to the Sony press conference, which I... Th- oh, wait, uh, we forgot Garden Warfare. That's the other thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good point. Yeah. Garden Warfare, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare is going to have X-Bone exclusive content. Uh, you just said it again. Xbox One exclusive content. Ugh. Um. 
Yeah, that doesn't matter. That'll change soon enough. Don't yeah, worry. That... Minecraft was Xbox exclusive. <laughs> I loved all the tweets, like when uh, when Sony announced Minecraft was going to be on PS4 and Vita, and like people were just like, Minecraft's on PS4 and Vita, but it's still on Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Microsoft <laughs> like to remind us that it's still on Xbox exclusive. Yeah, it sucks to be Microsoft right now. Who cares? PC is still the better version. It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, well, that's true. I understand they want to appeal to as many people as possible, but, like, come on. It, it doesn't take a supercomputer to run Minecraft. That's very like, true. Um, I don't think that they should... I understand there's a large user base for Minecraft, but I don't feel like they should be touting it as much as they do. It's like... yeah. Old game is old at this point in time. <laughs> like that—that's not really something to brag about. It's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, Minecraft's coming to PS4, and this indie game. Yeah, and I guess Ooh, we'll just get right into the Sony press conference because that's the one that I really fucking paid attention to, uh, for the most part. I did shut it off for about a minute, pulled out some of the lack lacking amount of hair I had, but I don't want to talk about that on air. Um. <clears throat> It was all about the indies, and yeah. they really, a lot of people thought that it was some kind of power play, that they were trying to just pander, and I feel like what they did at E3, where they had, what was it, eight or nine indie developers uh, all on six. stage? Oh, six. They had six indie developers out there all playing their games on stage at the same time. I feel like that was their first way of saying, hey, we really do fucking care. And having Jonathan Blow... Sorry, I just looked over at the door to make sure he didn't <laughs> kill me. Um, they had him on stage, and that was another huge thing, to have Jonathan Blow out there speaking for him. Um, then at Gamescom, I would say probably 60 or 70% of that press conference was based around indie games. Probably even more than that. I, yeah, I would... I would not. Like, there were so many awesome stuff that I'm looking forward to. My God. Oh God. Yeah, it, it, I think that uh, I noticed that Twitter people were kind of upset. They were like, "Oh, it's all indies. Nobody cares." Because a lot of people are still close-minded to the indies. Yeah. They don't realize that. That is going to change very. That's going to. Oh change. God. Yeah. Change. A, a lot of people. Uh, I mean, even some people on the staff uh, don't understand that indie games for the most part, are offering more right now. Yeah. Uh, some people call them uh, uh, something, I can't remember, prototypes or some shit like that. I can't remember at the moment. But I think they're better than prototype. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't take much to be better than prototype. Uh, but it, it's, it's kind of one of those things where there's so much that the gaming community hasn't gotten. Everything's been jammed down our throat as if the gaming world, uh, the AAA companies were Ron Jeremy and we just had our mouths open gawking. If you know what I'm getting at. Everything's been jammed down our throat. Yeah. Nonetheless, like, there's something in the indie community where it's not all hipsters. Like everybody thought it was. There's something coming out of there that is actually inspiring AAA titles at this point in time. There's some games in the AAA community that you can clearly see the influences from some of these indies. Uh, with these indies also having Sony contacting them, 
uh, and being like, hey, you know what? We want you to put this on here. Uh, they're also, as they said on stage, which I think a lot of people completely didn't catch, they said that they're renting out PlayStation 4 dev kits for those people at a deeply discounted price uh, for developers. I think that that's another huge story right there that a lot of people didn't pick up on. But seeing what people are doing with the Vita, uh, I can't remember the name of the game right now, but I'm super upset that I won't be able to play it unless I have a Vita, where you actually touch the screen and guide everything. Yep, Morisaki Baby. Yeah, yes. That that game, wow. Yeah. Like, I, I, I... if After Tim Burton never started sucking ass at sucking <laughs> ass, then this would have been the game he would have made a long time ago. Yeah, to be fair, Tim Burton's uh, animated stuff is still good. His live action was terrible. Tell me about Nine, because uh, I remember seeing that, and it sucked. Oh, yeah, and The Corpse good. Bride kind of sucked. <laughs> Nine was Alice Tim in Wonderland was good. No, it wasn't. Yeah, so anyways, Tim Burton. <laughs> I, I've... What you're telling me is that this game reminds you of Big Fish. I love Big Fish. That's a fantastic fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, that is probably my favorite movie of all time. So, yeah, get out of here with that, Greg. Don't ruin this for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like this game, is it's one of those things where you touch the screen, and on the on the uh, press event, they were showing like fingers on the screen, showing how you would actually move along and everything. And I thought that it was really cool. Like You're not using the D-pad or the, the analog sticks to move around. I'm sure there's probably an option for it, but I don't know why they would. Like I don't know what the hell you're doing, really, but I like what's going on. Like You're people, guiding people, the girl around. Yeah, people on Twitter said it's incredibly resembling of uh, Salad Fingers. Yeah. Oh, I love Salad Fingers. Salad Fingers, the game. Yeah, it does kind of have a resemblance to Salad Fingers. Um, I thought it's the eyes. It's those soul-piercing eyes. I see. My thought was Tim Burton mixed with Don't Starve, which Don't Starve has that Tim Burton-esque art style. So I kind of thought it was something like that. But yeah, Salad Fingers is definitely uh, a good reference on this one, also. I think that was the one game that I saw that I was really blown away by. Oh, also, I forgot to mention earlier. You can see my ADHD coming into play. Uh, Mark of the Ninja Special Edition is out. That's another game that's like at the top of my list. Okay, that should be at the top of your list also. That almost got my game of the year last year. How much is Mark of the Ninja Special Edition? I don't know, (laughs) because I have a press copy. (laughs) Oh, well. The the awesome guys at Clay Entertainment sent that over. I think it's five dollars. I would imagine. Yeah, probably around there. I wouldn't imagine too much more than that. It it's cool. Adds a non-lethal playstyle and shit. So, if you like being a nice guy. If you like that sort of thing. Yeah, but I, sorry, I didn't mean to get off topic. I don't know. There was just so much stuff that they showed and. Uh, I don't. I didn't see it on the Sony press conference, but the Binding of Isaac Rebirth. Yeah, they mentioned that. Okay, well, it's coming up PS4 and Vita. Early 2014. Uh, the trailers. Fuck PS up. Plus members and PS Plus members can get Rebirth at no extra cost. Motherfuckers. Hmm. Um, I think that Ed said it in the interview that I did with him that it will be deeply discounted for people that already own the Binding of Isaac. If not. <laughs> 
Oops. Does that include on Steam or? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Because there's nowhere else to get it besides Steam. Oh well, okay, never mind. I don't Wrath even think. Of... Wrath of Leyland. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, that's good times. But yeah, like that's what excites me. Uh, that would be my game of the year next year. I've already chosen it, but. It's kind of just like a remastered 16-bit version instead of a Flash-based game like The Binding of Isaac is. Still holding out for Mugenics, though. I'm more excited for Mugenics. I'm very excited about Mugenics, and it's completely everything I don't want in a game, and I'm super excited for it because Ed is my developer, I guess. Like, he's that developer that everything he does really speaks to me, so... I, and I feel like everybody needs that the, to have that developer that everything they do speaks to them. Everyone needs to have. Everybody. Um, God, what else was announced? Rogue Legacy was announced for PS4 and Vita. Yeah, congratulations Hotline. on that one, guys. The Hotline Miami 2 was announced for PS4 and Vita. As a launch, uh, launch game, I believe. Launch? I'm pretty fucking positive okay, that well, that's what I call it. About, yeah, you know more about it than I do. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty positive that, from what I understand, Hotline Miami 2 is launch. Like, not launch window, release date. Yeah, um, what else? Resogun, the new game from the Super Stardust HD developers. That's mm-hmm. going to be launch. Um, let's see, what else, what else, what else we got? Uh, Sh- the Shadow of the Beast remake, whatever. What, that's getting a remake? Yeah. Shadow is it going to be good this time? It doesn't look very good. But then again, it was just like this weird cinematic trailer. It's like, it's like a weird pre-rendered cinematic they showed off. Of. Yeah, Shadow of the Beast. What was re- what was the game that looked at, like it was a mixture of Eco and oh shit, I forgot what I said. It was a mixture. rhyme. Rhyme. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I for, yeah um yeah rhyme. That's gonna be. I think Eco and Journey is what it looks like a mix of. There you go. Yeah, I think they said that's gonna be launch. I'm not sure though. I think I'm pretty positive I've heard the same thing. Yeah. Um, there was there was a lot, honestly. Like there was a 15, lot. It was 15. Yeah, and and, and you know, <coughs> fucking Microsoft's like, oh, we got 18 games at launch. Uh, to be though, from Microsoft, I do want to try out Loco Cycle. Like, oh, I, that looks really fun. I watched the gameplay and I'm not into it at all. Like that game, that game, to me it looks fun. Yeah, I, I can understand the appeal. To me, no. And, and Twisted Pixel, like for me, Twisted Pixel is such a great developer. They're fucking like, great. I love, yeah. I love Splosion Man. I'm 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 sad that Microsoft bought them out. Because like I would like. No, to see that's them. a good sign. Because <clears throat> you know Rare's still making great games like Banjo Three, uh, Tonker's <laughs> Bad Fur Day Two. But yeah, like Twisted Pixel is awesome. Like Explosion Man's like the like I can't put in words how much I love Explosion Man. Yeah. I've put so many hours in that game. So like Loco Cycle is definitely on my list when I get Xbox One next year. Late late, not late next year, like you oh, know, okay. You're a good man. I like hearing that. And it's you know, it's no longer five hundred dollars. Four hundred and ninety nine US dollars. I'm surprised I haven't gone back on that price yet. Dude, oh man. That's just like 200 all, US dollars. With all the 180s they took, like, the next one, he's just like, oh yeah, we were kidding about the whole Xbox One console. It's not... <laughs> it's not even real. It's a Roku box. 
<laughs> yeah, the Xbox One is secretly the Oculus Rift. It was the Ouya all along. <laughs> it was me, Ouya! It was me all along! Even my immediate family bought <laughs> Only Jovan and I get that, it's all <laughs> You son of a bitch! <laughs> Right. What happened to the Ouya? I don't know what happened to the Ouya. Does anybody really know what happened to the Ouya? Does Ouya know what happened to the Ouya? I mean, from what I've been hearing, um, it's going to get annual hardware upgrades. And from what I've been hearing in many reviews, people have just been saying it's a very, very good idea on paper. But wait until the hardware upgrades come in. Because right now it's not worth it. Uh, for everything I've really heard is just get an Android. For that. <laughs> And no, Greg, before you make the joke, not C-3PO or R2-D2. Those are uh, robots. I know. Let's see. The dude uh, from Aliens. Just, just, just get an Android 18. Ash. Mm. Trying to make a Philip K. Dick reference, but I can't think of anything. You're always trying to make Dick references. I just don't get it. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Sony's press conference was awesome, though. I feel like Sony's press conference was kind of a... Like, the whole time, and I know a lot of people have said it, but it's kind of one of those things that I noticed that people were saying it after I had watched it. They were saying the same thing I thought, which was, hey, fuck you, Microsoft. <laughs> oh, didn't you hear the pot shot they took at Microsoft? Which one? When Andy House said, yeah, others have shifted and changed their policies. Oh, yeah. He had to stop mid-sentence just to, like, hear everyone's cheering. I, I feel I feel bad because when Andy House talks, because I'm sure he's a great guy. I yeah, really am. He sounds, he sounds like a Monty Python skit. Well, yeah, he sounds like a Monty Python skit, but his hands look like those Burger King commercials where the guy can't hold the Whopper. He's just got such <laughs> small hands. And, and I can't help but focus on him. It's like... Today a commercial came on, and there was this guy whose mustache was the same size as his eyebrows and the same colors and same shape, and I completely fucking flipped my shit because I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was an amazing moment, guys. I need you to know this. Um, I, there's a couple of uh, indies that were I'm remembering. Um, for the Vita, there was... Uh... Murasaki Baby, of course, and then there was another one. I just forgot it again. There's a bunch of stuff, and... and um, there... Helldivers, the game from uh, the Magicka developers, yep. Helldivers, that looks great. I I think that was the... It, that it, Between that and Murasaki Baby, uh, that those were the two games that were talked about most out of the Sony press conference, and for that to be, like, the indies being talked about most was really fucking cool. I mean, as I said, there were people that were like, oh, they're talking about indies, fuck this, this is stupid, those aren't even games. It's like, you're fucking wrong. <laughs> you're just wrong beyond all yeah. fucking recognition. I mean, it, Giant Bomb is taking more of a focus towards indies now also. Uh, Gone Home came out this week. I, unfortunately, <clears throat> did not yeah, play Patrick, it. Yeah, Pat Klepik gave it up perfect score. Uh, Jeff said he would have given it a perfect score. Vinny seemed like he would have given it a perfect score. So, yeah. I, I mean, there's there's just a lot of eyes on the indies right now. I mean, the middle-tiered companies fell out. Like, the bottom fell out on them. And now we're stuck at this. There's indies and there's AAA. And with the AAA, you're getting the same old shit. With the indies, you're getting a lot of wacky, out-there ideas. And then... 
And Sony's capitalizing on all of that. Yeah, and Sony knew what they were doing, and Microsoft yeah. thought, hey, fuck you, and then now Microsoft's like, no, no, we were just kidding! You know, like the, and, the, yeah. and the best part is that these games, you know, because, you know, they're, they're not the AAA big, they're not the tri- big AAA games, you know, they're, they're gonna, they're, they're, they don't necessarily have as much development time as those games, so these games... The majority of what we saw at Gamescom is all going to be at the PS4 launch. Yeah, you know, get, we get to play these games sooner than we expect, and that's awesome. As for another thing, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say or not. The PS4 has been in the hands of some developers for almost a year now. Uh, some of these indie developers, so that's another big deal. Like some of these games are ready to go, and there's still more announced for a PS4 launch to come. Like this wasn't it. There's still more announcements to come. Yeah, um, there's another couple. Um, I'm just gonna name some of them off. Guns of Icarus Online that's coming to PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Mercenary Kings was announced for PS4 and Vita. War Thunder. N plus plus. Yep, War Thunder N plus plus. Um, uh, like just name off some of the stuff they up. They um previously announced the E3, um, the Octodad sequel. Yeah. Yeah. The Odd World remake, that's gonna be awesome. I didn't see anything about that, but you I'm in. Yeah. New yeah, the uh, the original Odd World remake. Um I'm in. Yeah. Outlast, that's coming to PS4 and Vita. Yep. Exclusively uh console wise, right? Yes, console wise. Yeah, yes, okay. Um Raise the Dead. Fuck yeah. I am so fucking ridiculously excited for that goddamn game. I wanna play a good Pikmin game and I cannot fucking wait. Yep, secret ponchos. Yeah, I saw that at E3. Okay. I I, am, I wouldn't be shocked if, uh, I believe it's called Incognita, the next Clay Entertainment game, ends up coming to the PlayStation 4 also. That, I'm not that, positive, but... That's like, yeah, that, at this point, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, I was going to say, Clay it, is kind of like the me, biggest... Like... Yeah, um... Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's awesome, awesome stuff. Transistor. From a super giant, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's no talk needed about that one. That sells itself. They yeah. fucking did things in a big way with Bastion. Mm-hmm. Um, that was basically most of the shit out of Gamescom. I mean, there's still some stuff coming out, but that's everywhere spread across the internet. Unfortunately, not on certain websites, but <laughs> whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Um,. Definitely check that out, because I feel like Gamescom this year was much bigger when it comes to the industry as a whole this year than it was at E3. So, if you're into this kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, too, is that, you know, Gamescom, you know, right after Gamescom is PAX Prime, so... Yeah, and the indie developers are already geared up and ready to fucking go, so... I've talked to I don't know how many developers this past week, and they're like, I'm packing for PAX Prime. I gotta go. It's like, oh, Jesus, I didn't even know you were going. There's yeah. there's going to be some surprises there. That's I will probably be reporting on quite a few things. One of the bigger surprises was that um, Borderlands 2 is coming to the Vita. Yeah, don't expect that until late next year, I guess. Yeah, I mean... I'm assuming I'm assuming they're just going to release it with like the game of the year edition or whatever. 
just so that everyone on everyone who buys Borderlands for Vita gets all the DLC. Yeah, I, I can see I, that. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. So, but yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's it's good for them. I mean, you know, it, I, I'm assuming like the like first person shooters on the Vita. It's uh, they work. It's, it's been yeah. Like they're not good. They they <laughs> work they work better now. So hopefully, Killzone Mercenary is good. Uh, I plan on getting that. It's like the first Killzone game that I'm looking forward to since the original. So all right, because right. two two and three two and three were um bad. Years. I I feel like we've we've done a good enough job of wrapping up the week basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, Actually, um one oh go ahead one thing about Gamescom I wanted to ask. Um, so they announced a new PS3 model, right? The 12 gig? Yes. It's not, I don't know if it's a new model, it's just a new, like, bundle. Yeah, new bundle, price point, everything. Um, if I haven't sprung on a PS3 yet, and there are a ton of games I'm interested in, would this be worthwhile? Yes. 12 gig, well, it depends on the games, um... Just, yes. <laughs> just, just yes? Okay. Just yes. It's, yeah, PlayStation 3 is necessary. Well, yeah, but would I want to spring for something with more uh, space? Are you planning personally, on downloading your games mainly? or yeah, Personally, I would, just for the digital downloads. I would, personally. It, uh, well, I mean, it he's depends, working too. on, depends. like, day number 29 of whatever Sonic game downloading. <laughs> well, I, not me fan. personally, but as a generic. Because the like, vast majority, yeah, like, the majority of stuff that you can get on PS3 can get on PC as well. Yeah, I, I, I guess I would put it this way. So, so yeah, I, I, too, I, I guess I would agree with Eric in terms of the 12 gig. If you're going to be a PS Plus member, spring for something yes. bigger. Yeah. If you're not going to, and you're mainly buying physical retail copies, then go ahead. Yeah. But if you're buying digital download shit, then yeah, you probably want something bigger because I believe... Uh, fucking Uncharted. Yeah, Uncharted Three single player is forty gigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't even fit on a Wii U, huh? It, nope. Well, I, well, I don't even know what a Wii U is. Is that an add-on to the Wii? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It comes with a free iPad. Yeah, yeah, a, a, one, a single touch <laughs> iPad though. C- complimentary iPad. Complimentary single touch, laggy iPad of Doom. Cut me deep, bro. <laughs> With a deep button. I don't care. I pre-ordered the wonderful wonder, 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 the wonderful loaf of bread. Jovan, I'm actually interested what you thought of that demo because um, the the impression I got was that uh, it's like Devil May Cry except you need to draw in order to switch weapons. I got a more of a beautiful Joe feeling from it. But, um... But, yeah, still, yeah, um... Do you think the drawing is appropriate? It, I can see that getting frustrating. Um, maybe even quicker than I would imagine. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, I mean, the, the Wii U gamepad is... It's very... Very, very tricky piece of hardware in terms of its touchscreen. So, I, I, I would have to try it out multiple times. Like, I can't 
have like a concrete opinion on it until I try it out. Just because, like, I, oh, I need to. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Camille, like, is you know being quiet about that in terms of. He's not telling us everything. And, you know, people have reviewed it. Like, IGN's got a review of the Wonderful 101 already. I haven't oh. read all of it, but... I, I don't know. I, I, I want it. It's... 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 Kamiya's... It's, it's what you would expect from a game directed by Hideki Kamiya. It's very, very... Um... It's not the it's Pikmin we wanted, but it's the Pikmin we deserve. It's unintentionally offensive, <laughs> if you want to... Say it like that, because mm. like, there's a freaking one of your teammates is like the fat thing with that's got like a hamburger and fries in his hand or whatever. And all right, like, one of your teammates is me. Go on. And then <laughs> Wonder Pink, Wonder Pink has like a very very bad French accent, <laughs> and like, Jean Claude Van Damme and, and dances and dances like Bayonetta. <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> and Wonder Blue, who I'm convinced is voiced by Roger Craig Smith, even though he wouldn't tell me that he is, but I, I can tell it's Roger Craig Smith. And he, he sounds almost exactly like Sonic the Hedgehog, so there's no real coincidence that he's Wonder Blue. Mm. But I, I don't know, it's... <laughs> I, I give I give respect to Camille because you know he he says that he wants to make the game that he wants to make you know he's not gonna put in unnecessary padding he's not gonna stretch it out sounds like Suda 51's goal basically yeah he wants to make the game that he wants to make yep. you know and I'm glad that yeah he's uh what's interesting is that he came out and said that uh basically the first playthrough was gonna be a tutorial yeah you like it's it. Like, it's meant to have multiple playthroughs. But then again, you know, most of his games have are, are meant to have multiple playthroughs. Yeah, I, I, the first Devil May Cry is definitely yeah, a tutorial all the way through. And, yeah, it, they're meant to be played more than once. So they're not the longest games in the world, which I can respect. Greg, you know what I, mean? I, I, I have to interject for a second. Greg, I've never said this to you before, and I'll probably never ever say this to you again. You watch your dirty, whorish mouth. Eric, you don't even have, like... You don't have all the weapons until you reach the end of the game. Greg, like you watch dirty, whorish <laughs> mouth. It's just mad because it's not DMC. That's true. DMC um, is awesome. Friggin... Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's let's awesome. let's wrap this show up, guys. It's awesome if I, if I just needed to commit suicide afterwards. So, on the note of Jovan's suicide, <laughs> any final words, Jovan? <laughs> That's final more fitting than death. I expected. <laughs> my body drops. That's my final <laughs> Greg? Um, I want to congratulate the 1974... No, 1973 Dolphins on uh, finally getting recognition from Obama. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Travis? Was Marino on that team God then? damn it. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Travis? I... Bye. All right. Uh, Mars Warlocks. For, for the Spider Duck Network, we are the Spider Duck Network. And follow at Eric Lewis on Twitter. 
please buy Mars Warlocks. Yes, uh, on behalf of Travis Belke, buy Mars Warlocks. God damn it. Warlocks? Uh, Warlocks. Yep, Warlocks. Uh, on behalf of Gregory Livingston, don't ever play another Sonic game ever. And Dude, Sonic 4 Episode 2 is so good. <laughs> and on behalf of Jovan, rest in peace and play Dive Kick. And on behalf of me, play Betrayer eventually. And for the Binding of Isaac remake, the rebirth indeed, my tears are ready. I'm